Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. It's uh, Friday the 10th of September 2021 and this podcast just hopes to help you make today a little bit better than yesterday. Something you hear on this show will hope to make your day better than the day it was before. That's it. I've been here since 2013. There's over 400 interviews to listen to. There's a bunch of chats on a Friday. Mondays, I'm here with a guest. Fridays, I'm here with you. And I'm really grateful to be here. If you want to get in touch with me, it's super simple. Send Osher email at gmail.com. Thank you very much for all of the lovely, lovely, lovely feedback about 400 episodes. Mitch Tambo was a real cracker, really uh, helped a lot of people. If you haven't caught it, uh, you can check it out right now. I did ask through the week, on Instagram, I said, oh, I might thinking about doing a Q&A episode. What, what do you want to know? And a, a bunch of people sent some answers through. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's pretty easy. It's Osha underscore Ginsburg. That's where I am. But I just wanted to get to your, your questions pretty quick. Um, the first question comes, oh, shall I say the names? No, I won't say the names. My psychiatrist tells me I interviewed him. Is Bear the dog going to be in your documentary? Oh, yeah. So I've got a documentary coming out on the 19th. Uh, it's uh, next Sunday as you're listening to this. And... One thing that was pretty good was a documentary about um, suicide prevention. Heavy topic. But one thing that did make me very happy, the amount of doctors that we went and talked to who had big, fluffy, good boys and good girls in their offices was just sensational. My own psychiatrist has a gigantic greyhound. There was a Labrador at one point. And yes, there was, a, I believe it's a, a Burmese mountain dog. Bernie's mountain dog? I can't remember if it's Bernie or Bernie. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Bear the dog is in the documentary and it was super cool. I had many, many good cuddles with a bunch of therapy dogs that were in the offices of these mental health professionals. And I'm always happy to have a therapy dog in a room with a doctor because, look, in my experience, I have walked into my doctor's office with mania and the doctors just got up and done zoomies and had to get taken out of the room. And it's a good litmus test, you know, because dogs pick up on human emotion. And 
So the last little while that I've been feeling a lot better, every time I see my doctor, the, the dog just sleeps at my feet. And that makes me feel very, very happy. So yes, bear is going to be in the documentary. As far as I know, Bear is... I did see a trailer and I, I'm pretty sure Bear made the edit. So I'm very, very excited. It's uh, SBS 8.30, Sunday the 19th is where you can find it. Someone asked me, how do you cut through all the bullshit when it comes to eating plant-based? Oh, right. That's an interesting one. I've been plant-based for nearly 20 years and I guess there was a lot less bullshit back then. All I knew was that Animals and animal products are contributing enormously to environmental degradation and that there's more than enough food on the planet to feed everybody if we didn't feed more than half of it to livestock, which we then feed to people. And as far as all the health stuff goes, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bullshit. I guess, you know, the, the trick is to just, you've, you've got to have a discerning eye. It's like anything, you, you've got to check your sources and have it verified from multiple different positions, okay? So... If a research has shown that dairy provides this and this and this benefit, where did that research come from? Dig it a little deeper, do a little scratching. Oh, it's the Dairy Council. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Eventually, he paid for the research. So have a look into that kind of stuff. But just, just look into the medical. I, I, I personally find someone who's a really, really good resource is Plant Proof, Simon Hill. He's been on this show. Plant Proof's an excellent, excellent resource. He's all science and he's all resourced and he's all researched and he's all attributed and he's sites left and right, citation, citation, citation. So he's really, really cool. So check out him, check out Richie Roll, Rich Roll. He's super cool as well. Question here, what was it like filming The Bachelor with COVID? Well, it was really tricky, but at the same time, it was really great because I felt absolutely super safe to go to work every time. We had a really locked down and really intense protocol around keeping everybody safe on set. I mean, goodness, we're making a show that involves people pashing each other during a pandemic, all right? So how do you keep those people on camera safe by making sure that no one who comes near them has any kind of infection that could pass on to those people on camera? So you go layers and layers and layers of bubbles with layers and layers and layers of protection and only a certain small, small, small amount of people were allowed anywhere near our people on camera. And then as each onion layer of crew went outwardly, no one really kind of moved across those layers, uh, which is also very, very important. Departments stayed with departments. We all got tested very, very, very regularly. I think I was getting four tests a week between the, the shows I was working on. And what that meant is that it meant I felt really safe going to work. I felt really safe knowing that I wouldn't accidentally bring something nasty home and infect my family, which is also really, it made everyone feel really safe to be at work as well, which was great and really good. And I think we made a really good show and I'm, I'm really grateful for it. I'm really grateful for um, both Network 10 and Warner Brothers for taking it so seriously to keep everyone so safe. Um, someone asked me if I'm ticklish, astonishingly ticklish, dangerously ticklish. It's not great. If I could push a button and my mental illness was cured, would I do it? Well... Yeah, it's a trick, trick, isn't it? Because part of what makes me very, very good at what I do is the brain that I've got. Part of the brain that I've got has brought me enormous amounts of pain and I can't have one without the other. So... I'm healthy right now. 
But if you'd asked me this in the depths of the psychosis, I would be smashing whatever button you're giving me. I would, I would have paid every dollar in every bank account I own, I had the keys to, to make it go away. So yeah, in the middle of it, yes, I would have done anything to make it stop. But now I see more and more that the brain that I've got gives me many things in life. There's really great things that my brain can do, but a part of that is managing it when it's not well. And as long as I keep everything above board, I stay sober and I keep exercising and I eat right and I have meaningful connections to the people I'm around and I protect my sleep and I you know, do meaningful work, then I can reap the benefits of my slightly different brain and not have to deal with the terrible side effects so badly. And that's okay right now. I can do that. But yeah, now I'm healthy. I'm telling you probably not because I like the parts of my brain that do the extra things they do. Because like the machines in my brain that make the horror and terror show up, they also are incredibly creative and make really smart ideas happen and allow me to create and complete work and projects that I otherwise wouldn't be able to do because it gives me this enormous intense focus, right? I don't know if I want to live without that. But yeah, when I was in the middle of it all, I'll push any button you want <laughs> without a doubt. Whoop. Oh, thank goodness I finished that cup of tea. Jeez, I'm knocking things over today. Um, okay, final question. What are the building blocks of hope in this hopeless age? Well, is it a hopeless age? I don't know if it's a hopeless age. You can choose to see anything as hopeless or you can choose to see anything as an opportunity. It's all on how you look at it. So I'd say the building blocks of hope are control the things you can, and be in acceptance of the things you can't. That's a real, real building block. It's like understand that you can only control what you can control and you're going to have to accept and be with a lot of stuff that is uncomfortable to, to realize. And that's life. Life is not always champagne and roses. Life is pain and suffering sometimes. Life is stubbed toes and life is breakups and life is people who are annoying and life is bad tasting food and, you know, life is getting sick on holiday and if we ever get to go on holiday again, that's what life is. And that's a building block of hope for me is acceptance that there are some things that aren't great. Can you change them? No. Can you adapt to them? Yes. Can you take action in the direction you were going anyway with that adaptation to try and achieve what you wanted to achieve and kind of work around whatever's going on that you can't control? Yes. All right, then. That's a building block of hope, I would say. And understand that the business model of news media is fear, is war, is pain, is bad news. You don't make a lot of money selling optimism, but there is a lot to be optimistic about. And every crisis is also an opportunity. And it's all in how you choose to see it, all right? You can choose to see it as doom or you can choose to see it as, well, that's interesting. This particular thing will never be the same again, but how can we continue or how can we adapt and how can we take advantage of this new situation? What can we do now? And therein lies an opportunity and an opportunity to recreate and create something new and wonderful that is hopefully more beneficial to whatever the old way of doing things was. So I guess building blocks of hope are controlling the things you can control, accepting the things you can't, and trusting that you'll cope. <laughs>
trusting you'll figure something out and trying looking for opportunities, try to look for opportunities in any crisis. And it's all in how you're framing it. It's all in understanding that you can reframe things. And um, I'd say that's a good place to start. Yeah. Well, that was quick. 12 minutes. How'd that go fast so fast? That's huge. Anyway, thanks for your questions. I might do another one of them lately. Later? Later? Lately. I'm a bit tired today, to be honest. I'm grateful I did a Q&A one today because I'm recording this on Thursday and I've been doing a lot of speaking gigs today for Are You OK Day, which has been really, really good, connecting with a lot of people. It's wild because you can do them virtually now. I've connected with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people today, whereas in the past I would have only been able to really do one thing, but I've done heaps today and it's been the best. But I'm, I'm kind of maxed out now. But I was grateful that I was able to answer those questions for you. If you do need anything else, you can find me. It's super easy. Send us your email at gmail.com. That's where I am. Before I tell you who's the guest on Monday, I did want to remind you about my podcast with James Matheson. It's exploring the bits you might have missed from Australian history and Australian culture. And this week we talk about the greatest Australian songwriter you've never heard of. Probably one of the greatest songwriters on the planet is an Australian person. You've danced to the songs he's written to. You've sung them at karaoke. You've spun an auntie around a dance floor at a wedding to the music that he's written. And we talk all about him uh, on this, uh, this week's episode of Idle Australians, which you can find wherever you found this podcast. Just type in Idle Australians, I-D-L-E Australians, uh, wherever you are. So Monday's episode is with the one and only John Safran, someone who I was a incredibly inspired by his early, early, early work on a TV show called Race Around the World. Now, the interview that I've got with John, even though John's got a brand new book out all about the tobacco industry, the interview I've got with John is part of a a series of interviews on the long lost SD card from Melbourne. I was doing some some work down in Melbourne and I recorded an interview with John. This is pre-COVID, right? And the interview went onto an SD card that was in my audio recorder and then it vanished. And it was a bunch of interviews were on that card and I couldn't find them. By the time I found them, COVID's in full swing and the validity and like, it just didn't make sense to publish the show at that point because, you know, I'd kind of missed my window to get Safran out to promote the thing that he was talking about. But John's got a new book out now. So thankfully... (laughs) It makes sense. So we're going to go back in time a little bit, but it's a brand new interview you've never heard with John Safran. He's a, a former Scrabble arrival of mine, and I'm just thrilled that I get a chance to get him on the show. He's brilliant. He's a great Australian, and I, I love him to bits, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, if you need anything between now and Monday, send us your email at gmail.com. Thanks so much for everybody that helped me make the show today, uh, Andy Ma, my audio producer, Rachel Barrett, my show producer, Toe Hyder on the music, and you for listening. I'll talk to you on Monday. Sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.